from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Hello, Piet. How are you? Great, Jordan. How are you doing? Very good. It's good to be back for another episode of Tapped In. And today we're going to do what we do every year at this time and dig in deep to Piet's Bands to Watch. Yeah, the Journal Sentinel has done a Wisconsin Bands to Watch list basically every year since uh, I started as a full-time music writer. That was in 2012. Yep. Uh, where we're, you know, I've, I try to look at kind of the, the top emerging talent in Wisconsin. Uh, who are some artists that are just making some waves or, or will be making waves or they have a really interesting sound that could really catch on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some some of those artists um, may not, you know, make a huge, huge splash, but a lot of them have. You've had some, I mean, if you think of this as like a, a draft card of like who's going to get drafted at what round. Yeah. Uh, Piet's had some number one picks. Yeah, He's had sure. some people who don't play anymore. Yeah, that's <laughs> true, that's true. Uh, but there's been people like, uh, you know, we the first list had Field Report, kind of right when Field Report was emerging. Right. That was um, pre ver records field yeah and volcano choir was right before the big surge in volcano choir when they were just kind of a curiosity um and you know others over the years have included ishtar before he was really huge or gold or reina or webster x or dead horses uh direct hits um you know masked intruder i mean all sorts of different folks like that so i've gone to do some pretty good things right and it's important that we note that piet looks up and down the entire state of wisconsin but of course being here in the largest city in wisconsin we often get a lot from the list sure. here in town and is it okay if we reveal the curtain and talk yeah about this let's, let's list? do it and you can get more uh, just a plug here jsonline.com the list is out now with okay. more details and exclusive videos and stuff so like there's that. nothing secret about this now no. the cat's out of the bag yes. and we're starting off with amanda huff this year on the list yep we got amanda huff on there who is just a really uh, one-of-a-kind artist who uh, just has a really uh, interesting unique sound mm-hmm. i guess the closest you can compare it to is, is bjork i would say i would agree uh and bjork is obviously kind of in a world of her own yep. and amanda huff too locally and and regionally and nationally i think is really kind of in a world of her own as well so she has a really interesting sound with new stuff coming out this year that i think she'll be uh, even bigger artists this year. Two artists that were in the 2019 backline class made it onto the list, Kaylee Crossfire and Immortal Girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Immortal Girlfriend has this really incredible uh, synth-pop sound. They have a really interesting, distinct style that is kind of all their own still, um, but still I could see very commercially. And in fact, they have worked with some commercial artists. They worked with one who they couldn't name, but uh, he is a big artist. Uh, they just want to name him in case it doesn't work out, but they have right. worked with him. But you know, he said he said he had one of the biggest hits of the last couple of years. So cool. Uh, you've also got Kaylee Crossfire too, who uh, is a really sensational rapper who got more attention nationally after appearing on Rhythm and Flow, the Netflix competition series, and uh, just a really kind of dominant live show as well. Absolutely. Uh, another band that's no stranger to Radio Milwaukee listeners, you have Rose of the West on your list as well this year. Yeah, Rose of the West. I mean, talk about a really good uh, national introduction. They had a song placement on You, which was the Lifetime show yep. that went to Netflix and became a massive hit. And it was a really significant song placement, too, for them. Uh, and then they released their self-titled um, debut album last year. It's really a gorgeous album that's like really kind of absorbed and moody it feels very intimate and very cinematic and grand at the same time um, so just a really interesting band doing some really good things. And the only artist on the list this year that doesn't live here in the city of Milwaukee, Them Cooley Boys. Yeah, Them Cooley Boys, is uh, they're based out in Eau Claire, and uh, they're an Americana kind of bluegrass band. They, they're they very much influenced by the uh, the Avett Brothers, yep. and they have that the Avett Brothers sound to them, especially on their last album, Die Happy, which is a really good record if you haven't heard it yet. And that album was actually produced by Dave Simonette, 
who is the front man for Trampled by Turtles, yes. which is a, a band from Minnesota that's done really, really big things uh, regionally as well. And I expect the same from them Cooley Boys. Stay tuned. Next on the podcast, we're going to dig even deeper to Piet's Wisconsin bands to watch lists. It's coming up. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back. I don't know why I like saying that yet. I just like, there's something about being in radio and saying, and we're back. It's Tapped In. I'm Jordan Lee from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. And of course, every week with me, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel's own Piet Levy. And we're talking about the annual Wisconsin Bands to Watch list. I remind you, at this point in your listening experience... You love this podcast. You like us. Make sure you you subscribe. Make sure you you leave some positive comments, and ultimately share this with your friends and 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 family who also care about what's going on in the Milwaukee music scene. Because you can guarantee every week, Piet and I are going to dive deep into these topics. And since 2012, Piet has been diving deep into the local music scene to look at what's going to pop. And of course, Piet, we already talked about you know this list has been uh, ever expansive and always very diverse. You know, I have to give you a, a big round of applause because you always look at so many different styles and genres of music. It really rounds out what's going on here uh, with the segment. And what's going on here this year is some really interesting stories that I want to dig a little deeper to into these artists that you picked. If you don't mind, I, I wouldn't mind starting all the way at the top of the state with Eau Claire because okay. then Cooley Boys... Um, this is a group that you've kind of turned me on to. I've heard them on your lips. In passing, you've mentioned them to me before, but it wasn't until the article came out that I really was able to dive deep into this band's origins. And really, they're kind of at the epicenter of the national scene for the sound that they're participating in here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it kind of started where a couple friends, Soren Staff and Bo Jenk, um, they had met as Camp Kettlers in, in Cheetah, Wisconsin. Um they waited eight hours to see the Avett brothers back in 2011. Awesome. You know, and uh, that was kind of a, an epiphany for them where they, you know, they remember seeing that show thinking, I want to do that. I want to be on that stage, which flash forward to January 2019, they were on that stage as part of them Cooley Boys opening for Trampled by Turtles. Um, you know, this is something that they really wanted to do, and it took a lot of hard work. I mean, they, they were a band basically by 2013. Mm-hmm. They were not a very good band, they admitted. I mean, they had a really embarrassing opening gig for Charlie Parr. Uh, where it was like an outside gig in the in the winter or the fall. It was like 20 degrees, and they just were really sloppy, really bad, re- and they thought they were like a joke. And they basically came to this point where it's like, do we want to take this seriously? Do we really want to be a good band, mm-hmm. or are we just going to be a band that's just playing for money and being kind of sloppy and doing a lot of covers or whatever it might be? I used to pick fights with my demons that curled up at my feet. I made friends of every enemy I ever cared to meet. If I ever have a falling out of my anxiety Hope he leaves me where he found me in the dirt like we And they really focused, they worked hard, really, really hard Tracked for hours and hours and hours uh, Which led to being able to release their new album Die Happy Produced by Dave Simonette from Trampled by Turtles And again, this is a band that is really kind of capturing this uh, this, this really passionate scene uh, revolved around kind of roots uh, yep. Americana music, yeah, yeah. a bit of bluegrass. Uh, very, I mean, they're very much Avid Brothers inspired, and their live shows are very much like the Avid Brothers, where they're just really kind of cathartic experiences and go all over the emotional spectrum. Yes. Um, and that album really captures that sound, but also dives deeper because it's really about 
um, the idea of die happy is is realizing that you're that you're sad and you want to achieve happiness. And Soren, the, the lead singer, was talking about. He gave me a quote saying, you know, when he was writing these songs, quote, I was coming to grips with the fact that I had anxiety, a little bit of depression, and being able to label that and come to grips with that was a huge thing for me. I wrote a lot of the songs in that moment and framed this whole journey as I'm going to win this. So that's really kind of the message of the album, mm. too. It's not just, you know, really good kind of rollicking tunes. It, there's a really emotional depth and heft to these songs as well. Well, that actually translates perfectly to the conversation you had with Milwaukee artist Amanda Huff. Yeah, so Amanda Huff is an artist who has a really distinct sound. And I think it really turned a lot of heads. I mean, she was uh, a you know, backing singer, basically. I think that's how most people kind of discovered her, yeah. whether she's working with Strangelander, a, kind of an um, avant-garde uh, jazz group here, or Thane, an electronic producer has a lot of jazz elements. She always had kind of these, these shining moments on their projects or their shows. Uh, and she finally had her own project come out, uh, Hemiptera, in 2018. Stralo was a Milwaukee uh, native, a producer who'd done some really big things, finally kind of worked with her on that. And it really did turn a lot of heads. It really opened a lot of doors for her where... Uh, she got uh, Solar of the Year with the Radio Milwaukee Music yep. Awards late that year, Song of the Year from the Wisconsin Area Music Industry Awards yep. for Only in Dreams, um, because she has this really distinct kind of ornate voice. She has elements of jazz, elements of electronica, of, of, of trip-hop, um, you know, and it's all kind of blended together. Classical music, it's really interesting, and it, it's very kind of similar to kind of Bjork or Portishead, I guess, yeah, but it's I'll also hear. very otherworldly. Um, so now talking to her, she has more singles coming out. Division was her latest single. Um, and that song, she told me, was really about dealing with depression. And you put yourself on autopilot. And, and she told me it's, it's, quote, chronicling what it takes to break out from that when you've been under it for so long. With this song and my future work, I'm focusing on mental health. I didn't know how to articulate it before, but now it feels like I have the power to make an impact. That's absolutely incredible. And knowing Amanda's work, it really is impactful. Uh, people who listen to it, they can't deny it. There's something about it that strikes them. And of course, like you said, she's gotten a lot of accolades and attention for it. Super exciting she made the list. Next on the 2020 Bands to Watch list, two brothers who made a big splash on the scene in this last year, Immortal Girlfriend. Yeah, Immortal Girlfriend was, uh, you know, the Bush brothers, uh, Kevin and Will. Um, they have this 80s-inspired kind of like electropop group. Um, you know, a few years ago, they were living in a recording studio they rented. They had the same day jobs. They got fired for the same day jobs on yes. the same day. Really kind of going through a bad time. Uh, kind of channeled that into music and became one of the bigger acts in the scene. Uh, because they're, they're, they were really just really good pop songwriters. talking to Gabby from Reina in the Milwaukee music scene. They're incredible pop songwriters, probably the best there are in the scene. Yes. And she was talking about, I did this story on Milwaukee music of the past decade. She really highlighted Moral Girlfriend as being an, an incredible pop songwriters, some of the best of the, of the decade. Um, and she's right. I mean, they're really, really good to the point that, you know, they have made uh, really interesting original songs, but they are doing work outside of the city yeah. with some really big names. Thank, thanks actually in part to Business Boy, 
who's a producer who's worked with like Lil Nas X, who's from Milwaukee that met them. Yes. And Business Boy actually had met them through a backline workshop. They weren't even a part of the backline program in the sense of being a grant recipient. They were just showing up. They were just talking and shaking hands. He's like, who are these dudes? And they make music that sounds like this. They've been going out making trips to L.A. And as you said, working with very notable artists. Some of those artists are kind of top secret right now. Yeah. But it's not unparalleled to that conversation we had about Came One, top secret work with Kanye West. Right. I mean, it's that level of importance of yeah. artists they're working with. Yeah, exactly. They wouldn't They wouldn't say it on the record. Um, it is a big artist, though. And we'll see if it works out. Because, <laughs> Acquiring minds yeah, want to Yeah, of know. course they do. But, I mean, you know, it was definitely like a, a top 40. Like, you've heard yeah. of this artist. Yeah, you've yeah, heard yeah. this artist's songs. So... Uh, fingers crossed it'll work out for them where their work with this artist does come to light because if it does, if it does make the final cut of an album or single or whatever, um, then that'll really open more doors for Immortal Girlfriend. And another artist who's gotten to work with a lot of artists you know, most notably through her inclusion on the Netflix show Rhythm and Flow, Next on the list is Kaylee Crossfire. Yeah, Kaylee Crossfire is a uh, rapper who's been really kind of working hard, very DIY style in Milwaukee for for years, uh, and and leading kind of a, a big female empowerment movement in Milwaukee. She would have shows that really kind of highlighted female artists of all, you know, not just musical artists, but designers and visual yeah. artists. And yeah. that's kind of a big part of her message and brand. But things really did kind of uh, explode for her after she was on Rhythm and Flow the Netflix hip-hop competition yep. series, which was, I think, their, their third most watched nonfiction series of the year. Um, a really big hit for them. And she was one of 30 final competitors. She was the only one from Wisconsin. And she told me her Instagram following grew fourfold uh, just from being on that show. Which is fun to watch her on Instagram because she has really taken the lead of someone like Lizzo where the it's a brand. It's a whole yeah. identity of what I stand for, who I am, what I'm here to do. It's 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 always present. Yeah. It's present in how she talks. It's present in who she hires to do to work with her. It's present in the the music she makes. She is really focused on being a complete brand. Yeah, exactly. And she's very much about uh, female empowerment, self-empowerment. Uh, that's what her songs are about. That's yep. what her stage show's yep. about. Uh, she's got a merchandise line that's coming up that's going to really kind of capitalize on that too. So she's looking at, at what Kaylee Crossfire is from a lot of different angles, which makes a lot of sense in 2020. Not the only artist who has a Netflix connection on the list. Finally, we have Milwaukee's own Rose of the West. Yeah, Rose of the West um, was a uh, synth pop group led by Gina Barrington. Uh, did this, you know, very kind of um, alluring, kind of moody sound. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely a little bit of like Cure influence in there. Very much. Um, and, you know, Gina has been working on this for like 10 years, basically, and had another band before Rose of the West, just kind of trying to like craft this sound to kind of create it the exact way she wanted to do it. Released a couple singles a few years ago. One of the singles ended up, uh, I was shocked because I was just watching it. You was this, uh, it was on Lifetime originally. Yep. And it's at this big turning point in the show where they use Hunter's Will. Um, it's a really big scene and it's, it's played, it's not just like five seconds. No, it's, no, like it's, the, it's like the, the significant to the significant scene. And so um, that was a really amazing placement for them. And that show did really, really well once it moved over to Netflix yep. um, and was a big hit. And that song was was really significant for them. And that led to their self-titled album that came out last year, 
which is really excellent work. Oh, yeah. A lot of praise made it to a lot of lists uh, from all of all of us here in the kind of the music uh, writing world here in Southeast Wisconsin, everyone has given them nods. Yeah, and the, but they've also gotten some attention beyond, too. Um, I think it helps, too, that uh, Cedric Lemoyne, who's on bass, he's kind of the manager, basically, of the band as well. He's married to Gina Barrington. Um, he is well-connected, too. Yes. Um, he's a manager. He works with Alanis Morissette. He plays bass for Alanis Morissette, so he'll be out this summer on her uh, big tour. Um, he manages Warpaint, yep. so... Um, they got a, uh, a remix of their single Love Lies Bleeding um, from Warpaint. Um, and I think, you know, thanks to the sound that they're creating and the connections they've made, they signed up with High Road Touring, which is a major uh, booking agency. Right. I mean, they represent really cool acts at High Road. Yeah, like Wilco, Brittany Howard, Patti Smith, and many, 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 many more. Um, that's just a few artists that are kind of in their wheelhouse, sort of. Um, so, yeah, I think that'll be bode really well for them in their future. Well, there you have it. That's the Wisconsin Bands to Watch list for 2020. But it's not just here in the podcast. It's also online as well. Yeah, if you go to jsonline.com slash music, you'll see the full list with our interviews. And we have exclusive video performances from all the bands as well. Right on. Well, thank you for joining us for Tapped In. Every week, we're talking about the music that comes into our city and the music that comes out of our city. Tapped In is produced by Kenny Perez. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from you, our members. Remember, you can subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, NPR, pretty much anywhere you're finding podcasts, we are there. And remember, it's important. Rate, review, subscribe. You know, I'd rather have you give us one star than give us nothing at all. So talk about what you think about the podcast and give it a five-star loving rating, won't you? For Tapped In, I'm Jordan. This is Piet. We're signing off. Piet, see you next time. See you next time.